Hello, folks. We are back from our self-imposed hiatus slash vacation. We start the episode kind of talking about where we were, what we were doing, the fun stuff, the crazy stuff, all that jazz. Uh, We also talk a bit about some Justice League news um, that ended up actually leading more to a fan theory discussion than anything. And there was also some kind of cool news bits that came out from the Terminator camp uh, from James Cameron and Tim Miller. Um, this episode doesn't really have a, a boss battle. We actually recorded um, pretty much a full recap of all the films that Atul saw and whether he liked it or didn't like it and a little quick summary. But we found it was kind of long-winded and not super entertaining, so we are going to do a completely separate episode in the near future that outlines Atul's top five favorite films from Fantastic Fest, as well as a film or two he didn't really like. Hopefully it's a little bit more streamlined and a lot more entertaining. We're also working on a social media presence at the moment. Uh, we started with Instagram, and you can find us at Welcome to Your Doom Show. We're actively working on a Facebook page. We're just kind of finalizing some of the art on there. And we have a Twitter page in the works, or a Twitter account. Is it a page? Account? Eh. We still don't really know how to use Twitter, but when we do, we'll let you know. Anywho, that's pretty much it for this intro. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. This is Justin. This is Otto. Uh, and welcome to your doom. Damn it. <laughs> so nice. No, I know. Welcome to your doom? Welcome to your Are doom? You no, you're listening can... you're listening to the Welcome to Your Doom show. Um, we're gonna talk today a little bit about uh, Fantastic Fest. Fest. We didn't even plan shit. that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, Try it, to sound a little more excited. Dude, I'm more remiss like, like okay, my problem is that. It, every time you were sending pictures or posting them on Instagram, I was dying inside a little bit because I was <laughs> fucking jealous. Like, dude, it looked like so much fun. It, it was it was a tremendous amount of fun, dude. Like, but the thing is, like, everybody went somewhere. Like, even you know, in our last podcast, um, like Sudeep was you know, with you know, like podcasting with us. He went to like Germany for Oktoberfest. Yeah, and then you went to Hawaii. Yeah, and then I was off in Austin, Texas for Fantastic Fest. Um, but how was, first thing first, how was your trip? It was pretty amazing. So, um, Nish and I, we went to three different islands on Hawaii. We went to Big Island. Yeah. Uh, we were there, we were staying in Volcano. We're actually your cousin, Ajay. Yeah. He stayed at the place that we stayed at. He was the one that recommended it. It was basically like, it was like 30, I think about 3,000 or 3,500 feet elevation. Yeah. Um, in like a rainforest. It was raining all the time. It was like a wooden cabin. It's kind of cold and damp, but it was like super cool. Like, that is it cool. It just looked like a lot. Sounds like, very rustic. It's extremely rustic. Like Spe- I sh- Speaking of rustic, you probably probably noticed that there is a slight crackle in the mic. Don't adjust your s- sound set. What's Head a set? Set. What is a sound set? I don't oh. know what it is. Whatever um, you're listening to us on, don't yes. don't 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 adjust it. We've decided to do this episode outside, uh, you know, celebrating a little bit of the October uh, spirit by getting outside. We got a fire pit going in my backyard here, and uh, we decided to try recording next to it just to get that that ambiance uh, and to see, you know, how it works out. It's a lot of it's 
it was a lot of prep to get this all set up, but I think, you know, it's worth it and it's a lot of fun to do. So we thought uh, we'd take this approach today and see how it goes. Yeah. So, yeah, you hear a little firecracking in the background. That's just... Uh, that's Firecracking just... in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to interrupt. No, Ru- no. Rustic, rustic, rustic log wood cabin. cabin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. Um, that was I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, wonderful woman named Catherine organizes basically cottage rentals, and mm-hmm. that's where we did. We did that for four days in Volcano. Um, then we went to an Airbnb in Kona, which is on the west side of the island, which right. is like super touristy. I wasn't yeah. really into it. Um, okay. But we didn't really spend a lot of time in Kona aside from going to the beaches. And then we did one day, we did, um, basically it was like an all-day stargazing tour. Um, obviously, stars are not out during the day. Yeah, I was about but to say, all-day stargazing. <laughs> they, they picked us up um, at our, or we, well, we went to a hotel kind of as a meeting spot. He went around the island, picked everybody up. And then the plan was, I guess we were going to go somewhere first and then go up to the mountain. But the time that he was looking to go to the mountain, it would have been um, it would have been way too cloudy. Basically, oh, like okay. you're kind of screwed. You could be screwed on these sure. tours by the elements, sure, um, sure, depending sure. on what it is. So he was looking. They have cameras all up in the mountain where we would go and do the stargazing tour, which is way above, like it's above the clouds for the most part, right? Um, especially in the evening because the right. clouds fall a little bit. Yeah. So um, he there are cameras up there that are publicly publicly accessible. And he was watching the cameras on his phone the whole time. He's like, not yet, not yet. So yeah. he ended up taking us pretty much all around the island. Cool. Like we saw some waterfalls. He brought us into this really cool cave. Yeah. Um, so it was just a really good tour, like full day tour. Here's the best part about it, though. So when we finally got up to the mountain, it's cold as hell up there. So we had, he gave us like parkas and not like proper parkas. but Cold like, like this? It's cold. like nine degrees C. No, no, no. no, no. Was it like, it's like 12 degrees It C, was no. like maybe one or two degrees Celsius. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so it was cold. cold. Like yeah. you definitely winter cold. Yeah. yeah, it was winter cold for sure. Um, so anyways, we get up there and it's cool. We're looking at the stars. Like it's so clear that you can yeah. see like the Milky Way. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you can see every star in the sky. It's gorgeous. So Nisha at this point, like we've been traveling most of the day. She hasn't been around a bathroom. So she's like, I got to go to the restroom. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I, the stars will still be here. You'll be yeah, okay. Yeah. She's gone for maybe two seconds. And by the way, there's, while we're up there, there's, um, an astrophysicist or an astronomer. I can't Someone, remember which one, yeah. but the, the guy that knows stars. Yeah. I'll dumb it down, but that's what it is. Guy that knows stars, he's out there and he's talking about like, he's basically just, it's like open mic. People ask him questions, Mm. he answers them about the stars and space and everything and this and this and that. All of a sudden, the sky lights up and this is at like 9 or 10 o'clock at night, lights up like day. Like a bluish day. It just lights up completely. If you've ever seen a shooting star, that's what it was, but it was like a shooting star times a million. Wow. The, 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 The amount of light it gave off lit up the sky. Everybody gasped in the crowd. Whoa. And then the astronomer's like, I've I've been doing this for about two and a half years. I've never seen that before in my life. And everybody's like, What was it? He's like, I just it, it had to be some sort of a shooting star, low orbit, but and he started kind of yeah. reasoning off what it could be. And just as he's saying all this stuff, I realize, oh no. Nisha's and I look and I just see Nisha pouting because she was in the bathroom when that oh, happened and no. he comes out talking about it. Uh, and as soon as she heard him talking about it, she's like I missed shit. Yeah, I missed something. And then to really rub salt in the wound after somebody asked him the question, like, what's the coolest thing you've ever seen up there? He's like, honestly, that. <laughs> and I was I look over at her and she's like Salty. Oh, oh that sucks. Yeah. But was that like, well, that was probably, that sounds like the, the coolest thing that happened on your trip. That sounds pretty amazing. Probably, yeah, it was probably yeah. the coolest trip. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, there was one other thing that we did. Uh, yeah. We were on the island of Kauai. So okay. that's where they filmed some, I think they filmed components of Jurassic Park 1 and 2 there. Sure. 
famous waterfall for it, but whatever. But the cool thing was we did a helicopter tour and it was a helicopter, no doors. Oh, no doors. No doors. So you're strapped in and just like... Vietnam. Yeah, man. It was just like full 360 degree kind of... Dude, that's uh, fucking It was a lot of fun. So leading up until the, into the helicopter tour, the whole time I'm telling Nish, like, I'm like, I'm going to start singing the Jurassic Park theme whenever we come near that waterfall. Yeah. And she's like, there's going to be other people in there. I'm like, yeah, I that's know. Okay. She's like, yeah, but we're going to be all connected with microphones. I'm like, that's no. even better. <laughs> and now they can't get they, away from They can't me. get away from me. So anyways, we're up there and I'm, I'm not actually going to do that. I didn't want to embarrass her and, or embarrass myself at the same time. And then we come up to the Jurassic Falls and the guy's playing music on the, th- on the system that we're, that's all being piped into our headsets. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. he turns on the Jurassic Park theme. <laughs> and I was like, no way. This is great. I'm like flipping out. And then all of a sudden, the helicopter pilot starts going, do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Nisha looks over at me with this look of like, no fucking way like how is this happening right now and she looks over at me and i'm just like oh man <laughs> just laughing so funny. and then nisha goes on the mic because you got to press the button and yeah. everybody in the thing here is she goes my husband was just talking about doing this and then the pilot looks over at me and i this is the one and only thing i said on the entire flight there uh, like up and down for an hour i didn't yeah. speak except for this moment i just click click i'm so happy right now <laughs> That was what it was. <laughs> um, Dude, that sounds great, man. Yeah, man, it was good. And then the last thing, just because I wanted to mention this for anybody going to Hawaii, we went. To, we were staying in uh, just outside of Waikiki Beach on Oahu for a day. Super touristy. If you're going to do that, just go to LA. Like that's. Oh, really? I I yeah. didn't enjoy Oahu from a tourist standpoint because it was just all touristy. The other islands were amazing. There was a lot to see, and it just felt really like a really good trip. But going to you know Oahu was just kind of like visiting LA or just oh, a big okay. city. So fair. fair. But other than that, great trip. Travel tips from Justin. Oh, and a, a, a shout out to Natasha and uh, Nicole for the wedding that we attended after Hawaii. So I wanted to give them a quick shout out. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Um, Happy wedding. Yeah. Um, so I went to Texas, which was wildly different from your trip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went down there for something called Fantastic Fest, which is this, uh, I guess you would call it a genre movie festival, uh, doing like fantasy, horror, science fiction. And, um, and it's, you know, it's an international festival. So you have like, you have, uh, uh, films from all over the world, shorts, uh, feature length films, films that are, uh, you know, that are going to come out later in the year, films that don't have any distribution yet, you know, standard sort of festival stuff. Um, in terms of just like the, the, the state of the films that, that, that they show there. So some of them are looking to be picked up and this is one of the, the ways they get exposure and the reaction of the audience gets, you know, uh, gives distributors the idea that say, hey, okay, and we're going to pick this movie up, that kind of thing. So it was, it was really great. Fantastic Fest, I think, is sort of known for its uh, rambunctious... Um, uh, culture like they've like they built like a fantastic like a family like Austin I think is a big family for like uh, film lovers and film like creators like creative types yeah and they're all sort of in this together whether they're critics podcasters actors filmmakers writers whatever they're all very connected and Fantastic Fest is a culmination of that sort of uh, connection in, in, in a single place. And I've always wanted to go to the Alamo Draft House ever since I started reading about, you know, movies online in like the late 90s. I 
I uh, they always talk about the Alamo Draft House being like the place to go, and then Fantastic Fest. I'd always look forward to the that September time of year when I was younger, because all the Fantastic Fest reviews would come out, and that would be the time that movies that I wanted to watch would get reviewed. Yeah, right. And that's and that's where they would show it. So I've always wanted to go. My wife for my birthday, she got me tickets, two tickets. Yeah, and uh, that was I was like total dream come true. Total dream come true, and um, and actually, you were supposed to come. I was, yeah. Uh, and uh, but you you had to you had the wedding that you had to go to, and you guys. Uh, so I basically had to find someone else to go with, and actually, and Shogu's not gonna take offense to this because she knows. Uh, she, she was, knows. She she was my last choice. Um, <laughs> Because because Shogu is not as into uh, like the horror like the the, the science fictiony type of films um, as I am particularly horror because a lot of these have like kind of you know, some of these movies have uh, content that is the festival is always sort of pushing that the content uh, pushing the boundaries mm. um, and picks up a lot of those types of movies so I ended up going with her because you know nobody else was free. And uh, it actually turned out to be a lot of fun. I got her to see. I, I was like, okay, if you come, you have to come to the movies that I go to see. And she's like, no, I'm not going to come. So I, I like tried to drag her to the movies I want her to see. Sometimes we split up. And in the, in the, uh, sometimes we split up. Uh, sometimes we stayed together. Uh, but all in all, like, Austin was, everybody was super nice. Uh, I got to meet and, you know, and talk to a lot of, like, creative people, whether they were press or filmmakers, the filmmakers, the actors. Yeah. Um, everyone was so gracious and amazing, and I, I, um, I would go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. It's great. It's a marathon. Well, it is a marathon. It's every day you're watching like three or four movies. So what day did you get there? Like how long? Because I felt like you were there for like a week and a half. Like yeah. there was a certain point at the during the thing where. So I didn't go with you because I knew that. Well, I quote unquote knew that. The wedding, like the Hawaii trip, we could have we scheduled it when we did because it made sense because we had to go to Kelowna, which is in British Columbia, yeah, Western BC. Canada. Yeah. Um, so we thought, well, might as well go to Hawaii for a few days, and then since we're already on the west coast, we just hop, skip, and a jump over to Kelowna. Yeah. Yep. Easy peasy. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't go based on just the wedding thing. The the Hawaii trip we could have planned around, but then I felt like you were there so early, like you were yeah, there. I was there on. I, I got there on Thursday afternoon yeah yeah and that was the first day but that was festival. like what day was that that was like this the 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 18th maybe yeah it was the yeah it was the previous week okay yeah it was the yeah. previous week yeah. okay that so, makes sense yeah so uh, and it's a week-long <clears throat> festival and they repeat movie viewings right <coughs> excuse me but i was there for the whole time i left on i, I showed up on thursday and i left on the friday oh like the following friday so it was a marathon yeah and I, I was happy to come back home after it was all done but you know, just the experience itself was just so, it was so great. And uh, what we can do is we can jump right into Fantastic Fest coverage, I guess, unless you wanted to. We, we had a couple of news items. There was a couple about, of right? small things. Yeah, uh, let's talk. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll go through them pretty quick. Well, I, actually, wait, not, before we talk about those. Yes, because we haven't been doing this. We've been yeah. bad about this. So w what we're drinking here, Fireside, is celebrating October. Yeah. I think it's the second today, right? This is the second, the second yeah. yeah. So what we drank first was oh good lord I can't see anything in the fucking dark. Oh, I can here. see it. Oh, uh, uh. Sorry guys. Um, 
I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, this one is... Wild North Pumpkin Ale. Wild North Pumpkin Ale was the first one. Pioneer Harvest Pumpkin Ale, the second one. It just says sour. This one is Sour Harvest Saison. Okay? So we've been doing these tall boys out here. And what we have coming up is uh, another Sour and uh, the Lost Craft Crimson. Yeah. Red. I've been so, getting more and more on like the sour tip, man. Yeah, no, it's great. What's it called? Um, Halo. I've talked about them in another oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah. They make a lot of <clears throat> IPAs are their big thing, but they also do a lot of sour beers and a little more artisan artisan stuff. It, it's kind of like if I want something really different and tasty and stuff, or if I'll go to that. But if I just want like a crisp beer, that I wouldn't yeah. go that route. But agreed, agreed. Uh, these these like have like a lot of flavor. Um, they're not. They're not transparent. No. <laughs> this is why they're basically like cloudy. There's a lot of sediment. There's a lot of like that oomph in them, and and uh, you know, and you know, the pumpkin ales are just sort of a festive thing, and it's a lot of fun to try that. My biggest, I love fall and winter because the seasonals in fall and winter are just way better than anything else. I think yeah. it's better than anything that in, that's in the spring and the summer. I think the seasonals at this time of year are great. And yeah. I, you know, I try to capitalize on it as much as possible. So, right. And, uh, you know, October is like my favorite month, man. I fucking love it. I yeah. love it. This fire pit here being outside, you know, you can actually see the stars out here. It's like, it's kind of nice. So, yeah. uh, we will be sharing this space with a bunch of raccoons shortly. Uh, they uh, invaded the space at around 11.30 last night. And uh, they're all mostly benign. Like, they kind of just, like, wander around, climb up on the fence and on the roof and stuff. But uh, Raccoons are not a problem unless you corner them and they have nowhere to go. Yeah, Then yeah. they will go through you. But yeah, if they yeah. see you, they'll just... They can they go anywhere at any off. time. They'll just waddle yeah. off and climb something. So you may have to, you know, if we have to go on the defensive, you may have to... I don't know, maybe you don't edit it. Just keep it in. You can hear us <laughs> fight off a couple of raccoons. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, news items. News items. There was a yeah. couple things. Um, the one thing I... Did, did you actually see the Justice... I mentioned it to you earlier today. The posters? The Justice League yep. posters. Yeah, I saw them. Super simple. Liked it. Um, their their, their um, ad campaign, or at least the visuals for the ad campaign, are pretty good. I mean, between been, some of the posters have been great. I... Uh, I thought their ad campaign sucked until about Wonder Woman. Until, <laughs> until think, the Wonder Woman, yeah, yeah, exactly. Until about Wonder Woman, and I feel like it was the justice. Uh, I think, it was I think the a just- lot of people got fired, and yeah. a lot of people like advertising companies got changed, right? And they've taken a whole new perspective. Uh, it was, but you know what? I also feel the Marvel campaigns are all like not good either. They're like their posters are not interesting. They've never, they're they've never like, been though. Uh, they're all just kind of really bland. And Justice League was going down that route, and that was the, it was bad. I thought that was particularly bad because the Wonder Woman ad campaign was so good. Yeah. The posters for Wonder Woman are something I actually want to buy. Yeah. Like the, especially the IMAX poster with her standing there and the shield in the background. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, and yeah, the color yeah. scheme for the whole, beautiful, gorgeous work. But the Justice League ones have just been... They looked like garbagey Photoshop stuff until it, the, the turning point for me was the... The um, Alex Ross. The Alex Ross yeah, replica. Absolutely. Or not replica, but uh, homage, we'll say. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it in the SDCC podcast, I think. So yes, yeah, exactly. That the, was yeah. that was the turning point for me. And then some of their more the, their more recent promotional materials looked good. Their trailers have uh, somewhat um, changed um, their approach. tempo, uh, yeah. I guess, of the film or what the what it seems like it's striving to be. Um, and then these character posters are super simple. Like it's just side profile, single basic color for each character, but 
I mean, the colors, m- right? Like you see Batman's is like purple, isn't it? Or blue. I think it's, it's like blue. Yeah. It's like, it's a callback to, you know, maybe his like blue and gray get up, which exactly. is kind of cool. Um, but Aquaman's you know, you know, is green. Green. Yeah. To Flash for, is obviously red. I can't remember what Wonder Woman's is. It's like a. Wonder Woman's is like a, oh, it must be a red. I, I feel like it's Maybe one of red. the colors that's yeah. been in her color scheme. Yes, yes, it hasn't yes. been like very tie-dye almost yeah. like yeah. color scheme. And uh, yeah, I, I I really like it. Super simple. Uh, it didn't like knock my socks off, no? but it was way better than what they had going on. Oh, for sure. Uh, like the character posters that were coming out in that group shot they have. It's just so uninspired. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And uh, it's just photoshopping the character yeah, profiles. Yeah, on. I did not. I did not like that at all. Yeah. So I mean, this was, I think this was the next thing that came out promotion wise uh, from a poster standpoint since the Alex Ross homage. Yes. So that's I, true. I think whoever's got that in whoever's in charge of that has kind of figured out. Hopefully, figured out where to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think they're 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 going down the right path. Right. With and these. So when I was at the, I'm switching gears. Ran. This is a random tangent. So it, it's going to tie back to Justice League. But the wedding I was just at, I was borrowing one of your um your 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 sets of cufflinks. I think when you got married, you had oh, yeah. pretty much all the different Justice League. Uh, yeah. Characters cufflinks. cufflinks. So I ended up borrowing Aquaman from yours and. So I was looking at the Aquaman ones. I was like, I'm going to take a dapper pose for Instagram because, you know, as you know, we're obviously trying to promote ourselves a little bit more on it. Not promote, just, I don't know, share fun shit on Instagram. Yeah, get That's the word basically out it. and just, you um, know, be our geeky selves. So what I wanted to do was take a picture of me adjusting my tie, which, by the way, was an, one of the, an asteroid's tie, like the classic gamer shit oh, with nice. the aliens. Oh, man. You, I was dapper. You I was nerd dapper. You went full nerd on this oh, one. I yeah. like that. Okay. So anyways, I had that. So what I was going to be doing was adjusting my tie with the Aquaman cufflinks, and I was going to say underneath, I was going to hashtag it with, like, Unite the Seven. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, we took that picture, and I looked like ass, so I didn't post it. But <laughs> <laughs> just a sweaty mess. It was oh, not good. Oh, man. Um, but anyways, so... To tie this back, one thing I realized so there's the five character posters, and obviously there's Superman. That's six. Who would have been the seven? Yeah. I think it's all, I think we know who the seventh one would have been. Green Lantern? Yeah. Yeah. But like, that and they to even me. They say it in it, the trailer. Like, he says that. No he's lanterns. Like, no lanterns yeah. and no Kryptonian. Yeah. But so the lanterns are obviously an established portion of this universe, but it sounds like to me, like, the whole. I think that they. Back when they had released that, because that was way early. Like, they had probably just nailed down the the, the character design of Aquaman at that point. Like, they hadn't actually released any trailers, or it was just super early. And it was all of a sudden you see Momoa as Aquaman. It's like, holy shit, this looks amazing. Um, And that character poster said, Unite the Seven. Now, some people were thinking, oh, well, could it be the seven members of the Justice League? Could it be the Seven Seas? The Seven Seas was, I think, one of the one of the the other one. It could be is Martian Manhunter, but they hadn't uh, hinted at him at all. No. Unfortunately, I think fucking Martian Manhunter is like the best character. He's super interesting. He's very interesting. What they did with him on the Justice League Unlimited show was by far some of the best stuff. And his uh, his his standalone comic series in the early two thousands, I think, was was very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, John Ostrander wrote it, the guy who created the Suicide Squad and, and stuff. Uh, and Tom Mandrank, I think, is the guy who penciled it. Great stuff. But I think it was, uh, uh, you know, the, the Seven plan. Seas. I think the plan was... I don't think it was I actually, you know, I'm going to be compl- real talk for a minute. Yeah. Real talk. I actually ignore DC News right now. 
I don't actually read it. Well, that wasn't like that. When you're saying DC News, do you mean like, oh, scoop? Um, uh, Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore. Like it that, started with that. Yeah, it yeah. No, I agree. That. that stuff I don't really take I don't any read that. in. When they're like, oh, there's going to be a new Joker movie produced. I don't read that. I, I, yeah, to me that's all when garbage. When they're like, oh, the Nightwing movie's going to I don't read that. Yeah. Well, oh, you know, like all of this stuff. I don't, I actually don't read it anymore. Jeff John says that it's not going to be quite a connected, all of this detailed level news about their universe and their direction and like all of that. I don't read any of it yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm fucking exhausted. Right. I think that you guys just need to get your shit together. Stay focused. Yeah. I'm not going to read any of this shit. I don't care. You guys talk to people. You say things and people blow it out of proportion. You know this. Yeah. You know this already. So just stop. Just yeah. stop talking. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just, and just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Focus on what's coming up next. And I'm super... You know what I do read about? Every little piece of Aquaman news I can find. Because <laughs> they're actually filming it. So yeah, whatever they're, they're doing like, is relevant, yes, right? Yes. Every little bit of Aquaman news I can find, I'll read about it. Yeah. But like anything about the just or the, no. the Green Lanterns Corps? The that Green Lanterns Corps. all of nothing at this yeah, point. Yeah. Green Lantern Corps, the Harley... Like uh, Gotham, Gotham Sirens. Sirens. Yeah. All of that, I don't read any of it. It's useless. It's just, it just, it's so useless. And then you have all of these comments of people, and I'm just like, guys, just this shut. is non-news, yeah. okay? Just fucking move on. Exactly. Like, when these things go into production, or they have a script, or, you know, like, whatever, then maybe. But let's just, let's, let's get excited about what's coming up next. And to Warner Brothers, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just shut up. You guys got a hit under your belt. Yeah. You've Let's got, you've got, you've already printed the money for Justice League. You're going to get some cash. If, will it be all of the cash you need? Are you going to make your money back? I don't know. Make yeah. a good movie and we'll see. Yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman bought you guys a whole lot of good faith right Absolutely now. Absolutely, it did. So don't screw this up. You guys yeah. literally have the best platform you can right now after Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman. People were not looking forward to your films and somehow you managed based on a good movie with a competent director with a great cast yeah. and with rave reviews got people to get their asses into the seats yeah don't screw this up don't screw it up stay focused stop talking about i just feel like they haven't learned their lesson about their pr is awful yeah i guess that's what i'm trying to get at you're I, I, I was trying to tie PR? this back to the the unite the seven which yeah. is it at that point they were kind of um, they were putting their 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 stick in the sand a little bit too early yeah, yeah, because yeah. at that point, I mean, the Seven Seas is not the Seven Seas. They were talking about the Justice League members yeah, for sure, so, yeah. right? So at that point, like, if you're gonna do that, you better do it. Yeah, don't start putting out promo campaigns now, like at a certain point and doing a 180 on it. Not that it's a complete 180; it's still Justice League, but like they've changed that tagline from "Unite the Seven to "Unite the League." Yes, they so, did. They did. Yeah, uh, yeah. So anyways, Warner Brothers, shut the fuck up and keep, keep releasing good posters. Keep, keep releasing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. the reason, the reason. So I, you were saying that you weren't super overwhelmed. I like them a lot. And here's why is when I was looking at them, I was picturing them all in a row in a big movie theater. Oh, yeah. Huge posters. Yeah, and I was yeah. just thinking nice like, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Nice no, and colorful, absolutely. all lined up. Yeah. Um, really big size. Um, very, at the very bottom, there was all the six symbols that were there. So Superman symbol was in there too. Oh, you mean the Alex Ross poster? No, no, no. This is on the character posters. On the bottom of the character posters, all six symbols of the Justice League members oh, are all there. Oh, the S, the S shield is there. The S shield's there. I mean, it's not like it's a secret. I think no, everybody it's knows not. he's coming back. It's not. I would wager that he's coming back as a villain for this film. I really don't think they... they uh, look, Warner Brothers PR sucks, 
but after Wonder Woman, they have to have learned something. They have to have learned something. And that something is stop fucking with these characters. I, I just yeah, cut it out. Well, no, no. Here's the thing against those five individuals, right? Not counting Superman. Who's a guy that could probably give them a run for their money? Superman, right? I think sure. actually he would. Sure. I think that his allegiance. Yeah. I, I think this is. But now we're I, going into fan theories. Yeah. I think we'll keep this as the only piece of news. Yeah. Oh, well, I like this. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that this is a dumb idea. But what they will try and do, and yeah. I hope they don't, but for fuck's sake, I think they're going to do it, is they're going to play with his allegiance. Mm-hmm. As if that's not something that we know already. Well, okay, so here's the thing. is I, I, think I his, I'll put it this way. Yeah. If they do this in a way that's actually... I will be surprised if it plays well. Mm-hmm. Like, in any to anybody. Well, I'll he, be surprised. Here's the thing, right? Is I think Superman... The problem with Superman and Man of Steel, for for people how they that how they perceive it, and in Batman versus Superman, is he's kind of not dark. The, the, every time I mopey. hear somebody say he's dark, it, that's not the right word. He's not dark. He's he's a bit mopey. He's not very not that he's not positive. He's just not very uplifting. You know, he's just kind of bland, right? Whereas Superman, you kind of whenever I think of that character, I yeah. look at him just kind of as you know, a ray of sunshine. I'm thinking Christopher Reeves. I'm thinking like you know, Silver Age, uh, Silver Age Superman, where he's just kind of always like you know, truth, justice in the American, American way. way, and he's always yeah. just very, very positive, and yeah. you know, value values and morals and blah blah blah, that kind of stuff, right? And even like uh, when they went to New Fifty Two, and he was a little bit more of a dick, like yeah. he was a little he was younger, a little I cocky, think, like and a little some, more. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like reading that as much. It just didn't tr- ring true to the character. Sure. There was there was a really good panel in. Um, what was the the, the worst with um, Sue Dibney um, gets murdered? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, identity crisis. identity crisis. Yeah, um, there's a really good panel where they're basically investigating the crime scene, right? Oh, I love that. I love that. You scene, know what I'm talking way. about, and right? The metal men come. The in metal men. Like, they're like, analyzing the the, 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 the fibers, the fibers and, the and stuff. Oh, so um, good. Mis- Mr. Miracle is it? Mr. Miracle, um, the escape artist. The escape artist, Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle is yeah. going yeah. around. He's like, oh, I would have broken into this with, or they could have gotten in this and this and that. And they're just talking about like just a simple Boy Scout. And he just looks at the, the, the noose and he's like, this is a blah, blah, blah noose. Like something very Boy Scouty, yeah. right? And just see, it, it, it just, all these other characters are doing this really complex, crazy stuff. And he's just, he boils it down to something simple. Yeah. This knot is this. There's only so many people that would think to tie a knot this way. We got to go after the nooseman or whatever. Oh, I, yeah, I don't remember yeah. who the guy was, but it basically led to going after a character like that. Yeah. Um, it's just his simplicity. Like, Superman in and of himself is not a super interesting character on his own. He has to be surrounded by exactly. um, colorful characters. Or not because colorful characters, but interesting super situations. Something, yes. it, it's the situation that dictates him. He's the unmoving thing and he, it, how he deals with a, sub, uh, a subject uh, or a situation that isn't in his realm is the interesting part. Absolutely. That's been, that's been the interesting thing. So well, in this but, case, it's been different. It's been him just kind of being a little mopey or negative or not very uplifting to watch, and that I don't think people have clicked with. Now, to take it to Justice League, my theory is that he's going to come back as a villain. Not as a villain on his own. I think he's going to be mind, mind control. control. Yeah, it's going to be a mind control thing. He's going to be a weapon for Dooms... Uh, uh, for... Not Doomsday. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. I was going to say... Um, God, what's the planet? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say Apocalypse. But yeah, yeah Steppenwolf, and eventually they'll get to Darkseid. I swear to God, if they call him Darkseid, I'm going to 
lose my shit. They're called who Darkseid? Superman. If they're like, this is my son, we will call him Darkseid. I will lose my shit. I don't think they will, but I've seen Smallville do stupider crap. Oh, so. dude, no, they can't do that. No. Dude, okay, so now another tangent. Smallville? They went and they did like Doomsday, or not Doomsday, they did Darkseid for a second. They had this really cool, like, it was all animation. It was like a season cliffhanger finale, and then they just turned him into a space ghost. It was lame. So, anyways, yep. don't do that in this movie. I mean, that's standard TV yeah. budgetary con- constraint. But the reason I'm thinking he's going to be a villain, probably not of his own will, is the whole Flash, fl- the Flash flashback scene in Justice League. Because oh. it, was, it was completely about Superman. Don't trust him. Lois Lane's the key. Like, there's something going on with Superman. And I think it's something along those lines. Yeah. But who I knows? I mean, I know you're... I think you're right. Yeah. I just don't want them to do it. <laughs> oh, true, like, true. Really okay, that's that's different. It. Yeah. I think you're right. I think they can safely ignore the the dream sequence and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> it to go to a dystopian thing. I wouldn't mind the fight and then him snapping them, them snapping him out of it. That's fine. I mean, or getting, Lo- he's saying Lois is the key to get Lois to sla- snap him out. That of the might mind be control. it too. I yeah. think that's what they'll try and do. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, I, 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 what you said about Superman and how he needs to be surrounded by characters and events, that allow him to react, which is what which uh, makes him interesting. Yeah, I think that's mostly true. I mm-hmm. think that's and I think that's a good way of of looking at it. Making him interesting by making him foul, like you know, uh, making him like uh, you know, like Mopey's you know a word, but like learning to be a hero. Yeah. Um, it's I I think it's like a it's a good thing and a bad thing and. I think it was handled poorly in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I, I mean, you call me like a Man of Steel apologist. I, I, I'm I, with I actually, you on this. I actually like Man of Steel. It's not a perfect movie by no. any stretch of the imagination, um, but I, I actually like it. I like the fact that they tried to do something different. We should actually do a whole other whole review, Man of like Man of Steel episode because it's it not was so contentious. Divisive. I agree with you on that. I really, really, I like, have I, theories. I enjoyed Man of Steel, yeah. Steel a lot. I think they played it well. It was a very, it was a different take on the character. Um, my yeah. statement about him not being interesting, it's not that I don't think he wasn't interesting in Man of Steel. I think he was a bit misused, and the circumstances around him didn't make any bloody sense in Batman versus Superman, so yeah, it didn't yeah. make sense. But, yeah. like, Man of Steel was a really good, not coming of age, but, like, coming, it, it kind of is, I guess, coming of superhero, yeah, coming yeah, of yeah. Um, it's identity. The movie, it, was, it was great because the movie ended with him becoming Clark Kent, and I always thought that, that's was interesting. An interesting way to structure a film. I was very happy yeah. with that because the end of it, he doesn't become Superman like Smallville yeah. or like you know. It, at the end, he becomes Clark Kent. He becomes, you know, his alter ego, yeah. which is a, a you know a reporter, right? Yeah, right. So uh, I, I, thought, I thought that was interesting. But uh, but anyway, what was the what were the other pieces of news you had? We'll, we'll, touch we'll on keep those it short. Quick. But it was um, I was just excited. I'm a huge huge Terminator fan, um, and obviously the the f- franchise has been getting um, let's say derailed <laughs> over the last few movies. Yeah. Like it hey, had a very clear- you know what I really like Terminator Three. So I I'm just gonna too. put that I out did there. Too. It was, sue me. It was very very different. You sue me. I'm, you I'm dude. Bastards. I'm with you on that. I wouldn't. I'll fight you all. I, I, it's an enjoyable I know you're saying film. you're with me, but I'm going to keep saying fight me. <laughs> I will fight you. I, it, it was an enjoyable film, and it was still in the same vein, I thought, as the first and second films um, from a 
from a standpoint of a story. It didn't really disconnect me um, right. like the other films did. It made sense. Like it, they basically were saying like, fate is fate. It's going to happen regardless. Well, like, I think part of the problem people had was that uh, the other movies were saying the exact opposite thing. Right. Which is, there is no fate. Yes, exactly. And then Terminator 3 is like, you know what? Fuck Guess what? Guys. There is fate. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I think that's kind of interesting. The back and forth. I like the idea that, you know, we don't have it figured out. There's yeah. just one answer. Exactly. I've always liked that. Um, anyway, so... But so, the thing with Terminator 3 that set people off was that there was some camp and some oh, comedy, some comedy bits. That's the thing. It didn't fit the tone it. of the no. first two movies, but... As a standalone Terminator film, it was pretty enjoyable. I thought it was. Yeah, I, um, uh, and I really I, like Nick Stahl as uh, I do as too. John Connor. I as really, Connor. really did. In I fact, love... I think he was probably the best John Connor. Um, I'm trying to think of all the John. Con- yeah, I would say he was the best John Connor of all of them. I love the graveyard scene. I love the fact they yes. open the casket and it's filled with guns. I'm like, yeah, you couldn't get Linda Hamilton. Yeah, you couldn't do this stuff. But yeah. this is a great way. It was appropriate to, to f- like feel her presence. Yeah, like in the movie without actually having a her casket in the movie. full of guns. Yeah, that is like, exactly how she would do it. And She'd him be just like that scene of him walking out with a casket on his shoulder. I'm like, that's just it's ingrained in my head. So that, like, that scene, imagery is like is is so powerful to the, me. There's really there's this re- one really good moment and it's to me it's almost co- it, it is. To me it's comedy gold and yeah. I don't think they play it that way and I don't know if it played that way in a theater. But there's that moment where after he's done unloading he's carrying the coffin on his shoulder and, and after he's done unloading on yeah. everybody there's this moment where he stops firing and then he just turns to the side and just walks off screen. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, to me it's comedy. Yeah. Like, there's, no, I don't know. there's no sound. There's, there's no, no sound. Yeah, yeah, no just, music, no anything. He's just like Okay. And he turns to the right and just, <laughs> just walks, walks off screen. Off. I don't even think the camera moves. I think he just walks off. <laughs> no, I know like, exactly. Exit stage about. right. <laughs> I, remember, I remember exactly. What this was. I yeah. remember that. So, anyways, the news was obviously Arnold's coming back for Terminator Six. Um, what was four and five? Four was Salvation, Salvation. which was Bail, which was pretty garbage. Um, the well, only I think th- Salvation has its moments. I like it has action, its moments. I like the action bits. Right. And it's a you know what? I demo my home theater using the car chase from T three. Yeah. And the car chase from Salvation. Yeah, the motorcycle. With the the, the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moto... I can't remember what they're called. Moto Terminator? Something. Let's say with Moto I feel like there's like 18 Ts in the... But, uh, yeah. But the the, the ending... Like, the ending I enjoyed thoroughly. Like, when I... I I didn't know anything about this. The... I think... Can we say spoilers? Fuck it. I'm saying spoilers. At this point, it's been out long Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, The end scene with the CG Arnold blew my mind. Because I just... I didn't know that was going to be there. And then all of a sudden you see that. And I, I was thought just, it was in the trailer, wasn't it? I don't think so. I, but you know me, man. I see like the I see a trailer once, or oh, I yeah, see the yeah. first big trailer, and I don't watch any others. Yeah, or I try to at, mm-hmm. at least. And um, in this case, I didn't, so it was a complete surprise for me. And then all of a sudden I see that I lost my mind, and yeah. it looked good. Like it looked very convincing. They did pretty quick shots. You still have the dead eyes problem, but he's a cyborg, so you can mm, kind of get away with the it. dead eyes. Yeah, um, but it looked pretty damn convincing. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah. that it had some good moments. Terminator Five, man, I, I was excited by the trailer because I like I like it when they kind of go it, rehashing old ideas. I'm a little. I know you were. We, 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 we argued this on this conversation. I, I, I'm a little more forgiving of that stuff. Not even forgiving. Yeah. It's just I'm I'm a little. I'll, I'll I'll give it a chance. I know it's kind of a cheap vessel, and I don't disagree with that. But I'll give it a chance, especially like watching the Kyrie. Kyle Reese uh, character running through the thing again, and then all of a sudden it's actually a T one thousand. It's not the cop. Yeah, I was like, this is cool. They're gonna do something really awesome. And actually, that scene was pretty cool. 
where they actually developed the trap around the T-1000 and yeah. they melted him. And that yeah, was cool. Acid, Arnold, right? Yeah, with the acid. And then Arnold uh, uh, fries him with his arm. And yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. But that was literally the only cool thing in the movie. And when I said yeah. that, what's his name? Uh, Nick Stahl was the best John Connor. I, I can't remember the name of the actor. He was the worst. And it's not even his fault. Because they just wrote the character of John Connor so badly. Oh, in that. John, John Connor in that movie is turns into a Terminator. Yeah, right? it's like, no, don't do that with that character. Like, I, like He's like the nano Terminator. He was like the nano Terminator. It was just, they keep upping the ante. They're like, let's make him even worse. Like, the concept of a friggin' robot that can crush your, your body without doing anything other than coming and chasing you, that's already pretty scary. Yeah. Making him a nano, nah, don't, stop, stop amp upping the game. And honestly, they didn't really do anything more with that character, I thought, than they did with uh, the one from Terminator 3. Oh, so he, here's a weird thing, and I know that we're, we're going long on the, on the news here. One of the things about Terminator 3 I really liked is the Terminatrix, which is an awful name. Yeah. Um, she is obviously designed to be the best of the T-800 and the T-1000. Yes. Together. Yeah. Yes. She's, it's literally like they saw, term, like Skynet saw Terminator 2 in the film. Yeah. And was like, mm. how do I fix this? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'd like her to, I'd like the Terminator to have the flexibility of liquid metal. But I also need to have them to have a frame so they can't get squished into jelly yeah. and like and all that and have to reform really slowly or get melted by like lava. Yeah. And while oh. you're at it, bring in the Bluetooth robot. Let's bring him in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Let's just screw that little thing in there. Yeah. So I'm like, um, I think that it was actually like the TX. Yeah. Is an actual ev- obvious evolution evolution yes. of Terminator design, and I Agreed. was always appreciative of the fact that. They do that in the movie. They show you explicitly how it works. Yeah. She gets sucked to like an electromagnet, yeah, yeah. and the liquid metal starts pouring off, and her ex- and you see exos- the frame, like the endoskeleton. endoskeleton like, uh, yeah, yeah the, en- the endoskeleton is there. I was like, oh, this is great. I thought that was just from like you know a fanboy standpoint, and especially working in like you know, you work in software, and you're always talking about new products and new new designs for new products and evolutionary like yeah. changes. That's an obvious one, right? of course. So, yeah. yeah. But like they didn't offer anything new with that no, like John Connor, no. Connor character. So, that, so who's back for this? Like Cameron's yeah, I'll, back. I'll, I'll I'll end it on this. So Cameron's back. He's not in direct. Tim Tim Miller's the director, the the director of Deadpool, Deadpool. I believe. Yeah. Um, and Arnold's back, obviously. And then they also got Linda Hamilton back. Which is that for like that's, for sure? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, for sure. So basically, t- they were t- uh, Miller and Cameron were. I think they were in an interview. I read this on Joe Blow. Yeah. And um, they were in an interview, and somebody asked them like, "How was it getting Linda Linda back to agree to this?" And Tim Miller, Tim Miller is basically like, "Yeah, Jim over there was shitting bricks when he had to go <laughs> talk to his ex-wife." No way. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, she's my ex-wife." I was terrified, and then he's like, "No, I'm just kidding. We we have a really good relationship still." Yeah. So I asked her. And she said she'd do it. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but that's yeah. essentially what it came cool. from. So I think that uh, whatever they've got under the, up their sleeve, I'm hoping it's um, redeeming. And they also said the other thing I want to mention is they're going to just forget everything that was in whatever. Anything after two? No, I think that they... they they're just going to forget the last one. Yeah, the last one. That was the only thing they said they're going to completely disregard. Right, right. Which is good. Because that, yeah. like, there was no redeeming qualities that film. Aside nope. from the, te- the, the, the flashback scene, I'll call it, or the whatever. Where the T-1000 Terminator is chasing the oh, old yeah. Terminator. And 
Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah, the homage scene. The homage yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, which is literally the only good scene. that and the uh, the Arnold rocket. Well, so. you know why? Because they copied it from a better movie. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. They're you like, let's be, do that. Just yeah. make it a little more exciting. Yeah. We'll add a second Terminator to it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's right. Good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Well. That's been um, episode seven. Um, these are the boys signing off. Um, this is Justin. This is Otto. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Have a good rest of your day, evening, and whatever it else. <laughs> I just love... So, okay, before this I end... so awkward. No, I know. I love doing these awkward ones, because the first time we did it and it was awkward, it just felt funny. Yeah. And now I just keep on trying to make it even more and more <laughs> awkward. So, no, so all in, all, in all honesty, thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, have a good rest of your day. Take right. care, and uh, be nice to one another. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>